So put bold. a fat suit on him. There you go. <laughs> That's what they Love did in it. Bill and Ted, the new one, anyways. I don't know. A fat suit and then a muscle suit. It's good stuff. How do we always end up talking about this? <laughs> because Madsen secretly likes Bill and I know. Ted. I know. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. I'm convinced. You brought up Keanu. You brought up Bill and Ted. Welcome to the What's Up Ready Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Matt Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead, hit that follow, subscribe, like, bell notification button, tell a friend about us, tell everybody about us, pray about us. That's fine, too. Um, I don't know. I'm running out of extra people to have them tell about, so... I didn't feel it was necessarily appropriate to say tell God about us, but I mean, pray about us. That's fine. Yeah, too. there you go. Pray to uh, us. I mean, if you do that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> like, wow, Jay Justin, rather nice of you being an yeah. agnostic, atheist, Just either or. Throwing things out there from the ether. Uh, yeah, we are here to talk about episode five. Of the Last of Us television show, Fanmaster already here talking about. But let's go best episode, and I knew he would like that. He's been talking about mm. talk about Henry and Sam for four of previous episodes, plus some gameplay. So, um, yeah, I I think it was a great episode. I want to get your guys' thoughts in general because I'm not so certain that I'm going to have the friendliest like Fanmaster may not come watch us after I talk about this episode. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's not bad. I felt kind of bad for Sam. Poor kid's death and has leukemia. Yeah. Dude. He got dealt the short end of the deck. Yeah. And he was born in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. So there's like three strikes you're out right there. Um, but I liked yeah. it. I mean, uh, you know, it was my the ending was my favorite part. But also terrifying, we'll have to say. Uh, but I liked it. Any problems with it? And by ending, you mean like the ending in the town part, right? Like where? Or are you talking the ending? Ending of the episode? no, no, ending in the town part, the yeah. climactic scene. Yeah, where the, the infected come climbing out of the ground. It's pretty <laughs> cool. It's pretty cool. Except for that one, like six-year-old clicker. God damn, that scared me. Yeah, that was creepy. <laughs> that was very creepy. What about you, Madsen? I mean, like I've said in many of these episodes, I don't remember a lot about the game. I definitely remember some things. And so whatever you're about to tell us, Jay, you'll probably, I mean, I don't have the the opinions that you do there. Did I like what this episode was and how they showed the relationships and especially Joel's kind of evolution with Ellie and what he was thinking about towards the end? Yeah, I did. Um, I liked how it kind of reinforced what we're going to expect moving forward. Did I love the end of this? And it actually showed the what the infected really looked like and the damage that they could do. Because up to this point, really haven't seen it. We just know it happened. But you also left. You're always left when you're like, well, the humans had bombs and guns and all these things. Like, how did how did it happen? And that one little scene, like, pretty quickly could tell. Hey, even if you have all these guns and things, they're moving lightning fast. There's a ton of them. It's just gonna overrun them. Uh, so I enjoyed seeing that part of it, uh, like they talked about in the after the credits um, with the producers about showing what the actual kind of gameplay was like that when we've been seeing you play on Tuesdays, what's it like to fight one of these things? And it's 
not pretty. Um, <laughs> and I, I really liked uh, the relationship between Henry and Sam and the actors there. And I personally like the, the emotions uh, that they brought and, and the sense of realism there. So for me, who's not like a hardcore Last of Us, but has played the first game, I'm still riding the wave and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, but I'm very curious to hear our uh, resident tattooed himself, <laughs> Last of Us lover, JJ's opinion. Yeah, I'll jump in here in a second. Yeah, Fanmaster, I agree. I think everybody's pretty happy that Kathleen bit the dust. Um, Charles, what an episode. Absolutely lots to, to talk about here with this one. Um, yeah, it was it was sad, Fanmaster, when Sam was under the car screaming, um, that's directly out of the game. There's a moment where they're like hiding under a car and you can see him kicking and fighting him off. And hi, Gray. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. The child clicker was freaky. AF. <laughs> She's a cord. Oh, the actress, the one that contortionist in real life. Well, that makes sense. Cause she did that little weird flip thing. And I was like, uh, no, thanks. Alec. Yeah. yeah. I know you didn't feel comfortable <laughs> no. in that scene. <laughs> no, kind of answers the question. Sam asked about the, do you keep some of yourself when you turn into a clicker? Apparently you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Charles. I love it. I got a Kathleen tattoo. What should I do? Own that shit, dude. Own that shit. Um, I love it. So, look, of all the five episodes, here's the unfortunate part. There were chunks of this to me that I loved, right? But I didn't... I, the changes that happen in this episode, the things that they change in this episode, I didn't love the changes per se. So, like, one of the big things for me is, and I get why they did it, like the whole condense down because really, and I was telling you guys this before we started recording went live that they took basically three sections of this game and they combined it into one episode of the show. And most of it was pretty true to form for the most part. Um, the thing that I didn't like the most is this section in the underground when they're playing and there's a soccer thing and there's like this whole, it looks like in a whole community, like you don't get a sense of the way that they explained it. Like they talk about people, there were tons of people that founded communities and they kept them safe, whatever this community in and of itself, when you're playing the game is this giant storyline almost of its own. And you start to get the feeling of where it almost, cause you're like, why didn't people band together? Like that's for me. Like I start thinking about, it. I still like in situations where we watch, you know, zombie apocalypse, like this one where it's an infection or some sort of pandemic disease, things like that. Like, why don't people band together more? Well, my cynicism of human nature is one reason I because we're assholes. But two, you know, it shows and that's what I loved about that section is it shows that you can't like people try and it always ends up failing to a certain degree because people just are either shitheads or they're not that smart. So it's just a tough situation but i i don't like that they took that aspect out of it and then i think to me the whole kathleen revenge plot with henry and sam and again i get to a degree why they did it but i didn't enjoy the payoff to it like I, to me that was a miss when it came to making that change because you have this climactic piece at the end where they're there's this showdown more or less with Kathleen and, and Henry stands up and he's doing his thing. Like I was like, ah, this is anticlimactic. The best part about this is when the clickers and the, the infected come running out of the ground, but we've built up for an episode and a half, almost two episodes of this 
hunt for Henry and Sam only to find out she's just bitter and grumpy. And like, she didn't even lead the revolution. Technically she took over from her brother and yeah, she's more ruthless and she was pissed, which allowed her to be, to not try to do it kindly and ended up leading it into the happen. But it just didn't, to me, it didn't add value to the rest of the story to me, which is Henry and Sam and Joel allowing this girl Ellie to allow him to connect him with other people besides just her, which he never thought or had never done up to this point. So to me, it just felt forced like that story. I think they could have done this kind of like the game, just have this brutal society where you don't even have to meet Kathleen. There has to be no motivation or understanding of why these people are terrible. They're just hunting down tourists like they do in the game. These people come in, they want their shit. They want to take everything they have and kill them and and just live in their society. To me, that made a lot more sense than when we added in Kathleen. I just feel like we didn't need Kathleen. I think it muddied the water, to be honest. So that's mine. Now, outside of that whole Kathleen thing, this episode was dope as hell. The freaking... When the when the bloater came crawling out of the ground and he comes running and he rips off the one dude's. Oh, I know you like that. That was true to form in the game. Yeah. And Alec got to see that in the playthrough because I let the the big old frigging bloater Uh get me in the basement. It was an exact replica of the kill. Um, So I loved that. Um, And we got some great we got some. uh, Fan master, no, no spoilers on this one. So I'm going to leave that comment. But yes, we will get to go to. I'll, I'll leave it at we're going to Jackson. Uh, Charles, they mentioned they felt they couldn't effectively show the underground groups, so and instead they just decided to show the aftermath of the few notes of the story. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think if we were running from the whole city of New, of Kansas City and get out and then we have just that time to walk through, find a letter. That's all I needed. We spent so much time with Ellie and Sam. I think we'd done a good enough job showing that relationship. Let Joel find the letter the ish or find, well, I don't think they could have shown the group of kids. That one's a rough scene, but you find a series of letters talking about how they develop the community, but that's just me being a gaming nerd at that point. Um, but I do agree with Greg. Kathleen's come up and felt flimsy aside from the clickers. Yeah. It, it just felt like we put this character in to give them a leader and there it was. So that's I mean, my only gripe. It's the first time I've had a gripe in this show. I honestly, judge I'm not surprised. Like, I expected you to say that about Kathleen once they lean into it more. I, I'd be curious about people that haven't really played the game, you know, that are just watching this to watch. Mm. If they feel as strong as you do, I dare to say many of them probably don't because they don't know. They don't even know that she's not even in the part of this. And so I wonder yeah. what like the just a common watch of a good TV show, if they would say yes or no. Because um, I, I do th- having played the game. They didn't really need it, and I I tend to agree with you, but I'm definitely not a, as a strong opinion as you. Like I was, I was okay with it, um, but I'd be curious to know what some of that like out like maybe you already said out. Maybe I'm already forgetting my memory. Did you <laughs> mind her as much? Uh, I hated her guts, but mostly because she was annoying as hell. Um, I didn't mind too much with her being the leader, and I kind of liked what they did with making Henry's collaboration as he sold out her brother, who was the leader of the resistance. Um, Cause that made her personal vendetta a little bit more explainable. Uh, Cause last episode, especially 
you kind of get the feel that nobody really knows why she's so, you know, gun ho about getting Henry. Um, or that Joel and Ellie are actually mercenaries that Henry somehow hired in the middle of the apocalypse to come uh, mess up Kansas City and her new thing. Um, so I like that kind of playoff where it is a personal vendetta. Um, but as far as the Kathleen character, she drove me nuts. <laughs> 100%. Here's a good point from Charles. So he's not a, he haven't played the game, so he's okay with Kathleen here. So it's, I mean, it's a good point. Like you don't know what you don't know. And because I do know, like, <laughs> this this whole section of area is one of my favorite parts of the game. So it's been one of those ones. And I know for me it was, yeah. Um, and just to continue that conversation along, even Gray, I think for Layman, they want to put a face to the bad guys um, to keep them from being mustached hurdlers. <laughs> love that. I love that. That's a gr- I'm stealing that. Sorry, Gray. That's another one of your things. That is, steal. That is a good one. Mustached twirlers. Um, to go back, we did have some some additional comments here. Fanmaster, Kathleen was so annoying. She always annoys when she got jumped by the fact that I was like, let's go take that. Yeah, yeah I think everybody can agree that we were all a little happy, that uh, especially there at the end, because I will say that she did add to, like, just the, the stuff that she was saying about Sam and how she's like, I don't care. Kids die all the time. I was like, woofty, that hurts. Um, so, yeah, nobody was sad when Kathleen went down, I don't think. Um, yeah, great. I think that's visually one of the coolest things we've seen is the infected coming out of that because they just kept coming. And then when you thought they were done, here comes some more later on. And it was just so brutal. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. Well, I expected there to be more because the way that they talked about Fedra and forcing him on the ground and Sam said, oh, three years ago, they cleared it out. And you're like, well, you, knew, you saw it on Joel's face. You're like, three years ago bro that's a long time for uh our old friends the the infected to do their thing so i just thought it was cool that they showed another scene of them all coming out again and you're just like oh kansas city is screwed they're yeah. toast yeah talk about I, a band-aid solution to taking all the under infected and sticking them underground yeah that was peak not my job <laughs> yeah and the one good thing about it is we saw earlier in the te- city of Kansas City that hole that was getting ready to collapse in that building. At least it happened on the outskirts. Like So now all of them, hopefully, to their point, if they can get back to Kansas City, maybe they can keep everything blocked off because they're all coming. If you can plug that oh, hole. Yeah, it didn't damn. look like it. Yeah, I don't think anybody's getting back there. Like, um, Kansas City's going off the map. You can just yeah. put a big circle and say, <laughs> gone. Screwed. All for one woman's greed of, of vengeance. Um, Yes, I have. Charles, the guy is an absolute monster. Like, he's not only is he huge, but he's ripped to shreds. Like, it's the guy's got like an 18-pack and just he's ridiculous. So, yeah, very large human being. Um, Alec, you're free to steal her. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was brutal on the level of 28 days. I like that comparison because I like, you know, you get a lot of zombie apocalypse stuff where the zombies move all slow and they're like, what's the big. Those are the kind here? of zombies I like. Yeah. But these infected, I like one and I don't call them zombies because they're technically not, but like, I like the, these infected when they came running out and they're, we've seen how fast they can move. And yeah, it does remind me quite a bit of 28 days. So very good stuff. 
I told you guys though, I think I texted you, Alec, when you're somebody was like, Man, I told you that story's brutal with yeah. the, the Henry and Sam. That's a tough it's a tough story to watch, even in the game, like because you get to know them and you actually start to like them to a degree, and then you don't like them for a certain reason, and then you do like them again, and then man, it's just a tough way to figure tough way out. to go. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, and they tweaked a little how so in the game, you don't he doesn't show Ellie that he's bitten because in the game, he's not deaf, which I want to talk about in a second, but Mm -hmm. in the game, he, he talks and he's not deaf and he doesn't have to use sign language and he's a little older. So they, he hides it from them that he was bitten in this section. And then he, they wake up and it's plays similar to the, the, he's just kind of standing there and she goes to, Hey, what's up? And then he comes after her and then everything else plays out almost identically. So it's, but it's just one of those moments where you're just like, this is that's the one thing about this game and this show is there's no like every time you feel like there's some happy moment, you're like, yeah, we've been they're successful. They got away. Things are looking up. It all goes to hell. And it, you're reminded that this is not a happy story. This one hit home from Gray that just put this in that because I thought about it more. I was like, oh, yeah, because this is a infected that couldn't hear before and now can't hear and had to be touched and then freaked out and didn't dawn on me till reading this Mm -hmm. it's a good point oof thanks gray because that wasn't sad enough as well no but that's a good point and it was a little weird in the game because he wasn't like she was it wakes up the same way she wakes up he's already infected and he's not looking at her, but you know she's not perfectly silent, so it doesn't make a ton of sense. But that did add that level. And I actually enjoyed the addition of him being deaf. Like, I thought that was cool because it does add this different dynamic of this necessity to their relationship with Henry and Sam and that connection because it's not like Sam can – be as successful going off on his own in this type of world. Right. Uh, And so it was, I liked the addition of that and that change. I was very happy with that. I thought it added a very different dynamic and level of, and it also added to me the connection to Ellie and Sam, which is very good as well. Oh, gray. We do know you like the Pandora's boxes. Um. Charles, there you go. The scene where the infected came pouring out was uh, a set that was built from scratch. All the cars, building, etc. in a very short amount of time. Really amazing details. Uh, they keep nailing. Wait, so that was all practical? Uh-huh. I mean, there were, like, so oh. part of the swarm was vert. Like, they did add in some extra infected, like, right. runners and, and stalkers that were coming out of the hole. But m- the ones that interacted with people that you saw were practical. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy, huh? And then all the set, like you were saying, was built around. And it's cool because, like I said, it almost mimics that part of the game to where, like, the layout of the houses that you're on, it looks like you're on this, like, cul-de-sac. Yeah, so very different in that cul-de-sac. Charles, great question. It's very different. So (laughs) uh, I thought it was I, – I understand why they did partially because it was at night. And in the gameplay, you need this guy to be that good because it's got to – because otherwise you just take off running, kill everybody between where you're at and him. 
to get to him so that you can get to the gun. But in the game, very different. It's uh, That guy doesn't miss in the game. I just thought it was funny that their sniper was like 150 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like really, he's, he's the best guy for the job here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked it because it's probably more true to form real life. Like, just because you just got some a ragtag group of people, not only are going to be hardcore like Perry, that was like an ex-military, not all ex-military going to survive. You're just, you're going to have people that, try to survive do their thing and i think in the real world application from video game to the show more often than not it is going to be someone that maybe they're an okay shot but especially at nighttime doing that like probably not that good because if they were as good as they were in the video games we wouldn't really have a game yeah well and the video game's a little different like i said this is played out to where they don't know that how they've escaped or where they're going like they know to a degree, right? But in the game, they you bust out in the middle of the night, and they know you bust out, so they know where you're going. There's only one place you're going, so that guy's set up there, and the group of people are set up there in that location in the game to cover that, right, and make sure that you don't escape. That's why it's the best guy up in the window. And I'm telling you, it's the most frustrating thing because you're like, I got to peek out to kill this other dude, the next thing you know, I'm on my ass because I got hammered by the it's yeah, he doesn't miss. It's silly. So um, but I do see why they did it in the show because it, it was more of a that's why there wasn't a group of people there yet. It was just some guy in his house, probably just defending his house, right? Um yeah, Joe. I think Joe could win at any carnival game. What a name. <laughs> yeah, loved it. It's a, it's a lot harder to – I miss a lot of shots in that part because I'm like, oh, shoot, and I know I'm not going to run out of ammo, so it's good. Um, yeah, he looked at Joel with that 100-yard stare like ex-military. That's a good point, and he probably was. I just wasn't expecting him to be that old. I was like, oh, damn. And I like the conversation piece too. He's like, don't do it. Like, just please don't, and then he does it anyway. Well, I liked uh, the fact that he was old because it was funny. Oh. First <laughs> – you know, you're expecting like this sniper and it's this old guy. But then it makes Joel's comment earlier hilarious when he's like, it's dark. This guy can't aim for shit. Like, I'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> he goes running off to the house and then you go into the house and it's just like old man. <laughs> yep. It's fair. It's fair. So it explains it. Yeah. Joe, I had a question about the that little piece of paper in like the underground children's play area we're playing soccer and stuff. What was that? The drawing and the mm-hmm. words again, I, I could, I didn't pick up on that Easter egg, but I know it, it was something. Yeah. So that's the part I'm talking about. So like in the game, I was telling Alec, that they, they took three sections of the game and condensed it into one episode. And I get why they did it. They're long sec, longer sections in the game. So you have the whole, once you meet Henry and Sam, you have this escape portion where you stay up or you go to sleep in this apartment and then you break out at night and there's a little gunfight there and they're chasing you with that big tank thing again. You have to run away. Then you get caught in the river and taken down river and then you get out and you find this boat that looks like it's crashed into the shore and there's a note on there from a guy named ish. Um, and he's, it's like a journal page where he's talking about, he came on to the, the beach and he's looking for people and he didn't know what happened. Like he came back and he didn't realize how bad it was. 
um, as far as like there's nobody alive or whatnot. So then he wanders into the underground sewer tunnels in Pittsburgh and then into that facility and he creates like a safe haven. So because he can lock all the doors. So and he you find these notes throughout and then eventually Ish gets like lonely and he meets the other guy. And I can't remember his name off the top of my head now. I was trying to remember it, but it's gone. Um, they had two names on that. So he meets him. They create this thing and then eventually they start to let people in and they had they set up pretty much a little colony to where there's like a wreck area. There's showers. They're set up. They have running water. They have um, some level of semblance of power because they have generators in there. And then they have you can see there's like a school area. There's like the player like that shot where they're playing soccer with the goal on the wall. That's exactly out of the game. Um, and you get this story of how what happened is they build this community and Ish and this other guy, they would go out and get supplies and they would keep people safe. But at some point they write this story about how they let the wrong person in um, or somebody came back from a run. I don't remember which one. It's been so long, but they they bring in the infection inside the facility. And then everybody gets turned and it gets it's nuts. There's parts in the game where, for example, there's a part where you walk into this room and there's this tarp laying on the ground. It just looks like it's covering some inch, bunch of stuff. And you're like, whatever. Well, you can see it's kind of like a school. There's like the paintings on the wall like you saw on the show. And then there's a guy, this skeleton, sitting on the floor with a gun in his hand. And there's a note strapped to it, like in his other hand. And you pick it up and it reads. And it just and it talks about the fact that he and these kids were locked in this room. And then on the floor, you finally realize what's going on. Is Underneath that tarp is bodies of children. And it says in paint on the floor, they didn't suffer. because. And so in order to keep them from being turned or killed by the infected, they did what they had to do. And so it's it's a really rough piece, but that's what that – it was a nod to the that storyline of Ish and, and developing that little colony, so to speak. So, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, Gray, poor Julie tried to save him and Henry. I mean, yeah, that piece with Henry, that's a – that's a rough one. And I, that the range of emotions that you watch Henry go through from, you know, you're not going to on a live Sam, even though he's turned and then, Oh God, we have to. And then what did I do? Like that, when he asked that question, you're just like, Oh no, there's, there's only one. And Casey immediately was like, I would have done the same thing. I think. And I'm like, I can't imagine most people wouldn't in that situation. You know what I mean? If you trade places with Henry and in that situation, I I don't think that either one of them could have figured out being without the other at that point. So, yeah. Um, Charles, one thing I really enjoyed is Henry saw Joel shooting uh, at the, sorry, I got something in my way here. The locals and then briefly looking, locking in on his face. Yeah. It was a good, cool moment. Yeah, it was very cool moment. I liked his reaction better in the show. It rang really true. Yeah, I agree. Like the actor who they, the actor they chose, well, both actors uh, to play Henry and Sam, I thought were really fantastic at portraying that relationship that they had. And then at the end, the reactions. And I, you know, it was one thing that they added to the end that was really heartbreaking for me was because in the game, Ellie doesn't know that Sam's been bitten. That whole trying to heal him scene like with her blood was not there. And that part is just like, cause I mean, 
you you have to think that a 14 year old girl that's grown up in this post-apocalyptic world doesn't have the the level of education to understand that that's not gonna work right so for her to she's trying her best to make that work and that just level of despair that we as as the audience members have that knowledge of that's not how that was gonna that's not how that works that's not gonna function that way it's just heartbreaking to know she's really trying she's found someone there's a couple of people that she really trusts and wants to be around and this kid that she can relate to and have fun with instead of always having to be an adult around an adult you know yeah that i loved that addition to it because it was like oh just one extra level of heartbreak throughout and yeah gray bella ramsey acting in this episode especially in that end like outrageous she's been great throughout the show though like i i've always worried who they were gonna pick to play bella like joel fine don't get me wrong pedro pascal's killing it as joel but an adult man that a little gruff and an asshole you can probably (laughs) find a dozen people to play this and play them pretty well Ellie, that that one was frightening for me because Ellie carries the game. You play as Joel in the first game, but she's what makes the game interesting because you're she's not she's taking this hardened man and, and softening him up. Interesting. What with how little voice acting, I feel like uh, Pedro Pascal's had to do so far. I mean, he's talked a little bit more of these late some of these episodes, but I'm like, man, what if they put in Keanu Reeves? <laughs> could have had some, could have had some sick action scenes, you know. I'm just saying, for the amount of things he's actually said, he like Tia said, he, he just needs to have say some good liners, have a little one liners, have a little bit of emotion behind it. I've laughed because I was like, oh man, maybe Keanu could have done that, but I know like Pedro Pascal, especially this episode with how the emotion you could feel when he was like Henry, no, like. If, Felt it. I like yeah. Keanu couldn't couldn't do that in that way. No way. But no, the shooting scenes and everything can't do yeah, it like he's he on can. It. He Keanu would have been most excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Um, he didn't have the body type for it though, because Joel's a big dude. Like in the like he's and Keanu's tall, but he's skinny. This dude, yeah, Pedro's got the. the put bolt. a fat suit on him. There you go. <laughs> That's what they Love did in it. Bill and Ted, the new one, anyways. I know, fat suit and then a muscle suit. It's good stuff. How do we always end up talking about this shit? Because Madsen secretly likes Bill and I Ted. Know. I know. I didn't bring it up. I'm convinced. You brought up Keanu, and then you brought but, up Bill and Ted. It's true. You I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring up Bill and Ted, though. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't no, say it. Technically, you said you said most Bill and excellent. Ted, Alec. I said most excellent. I didn't say Bill and Ted. Okay, That's well, you might as well be quoting. You are quoting the movie, so you might as well be saying it. All right, Charles. More great cinematography in the episode. Night and tunnel shots uh, all looked outstanding. Some parts reminded me of Chernobyl. Yeah, I mean, for sure, you can definitely uh, see the impact that. Craig Mazin is having on the show in the game, like the visuals, especially because there is a lot that looks a lot like Chernobyl in that section. <laughs> yeah, great. Keanu Reeves younger, even though he's older. That's fair. He's much older than than uh, Pedro Pascal, but he does read a little younger than that. But they did dress up Pedro quite well to look like a fifty-six-year-old Joel. Um, that is one thing that every time I see him, I'm like, God, he does look a lot like the character. 
So it's good stuff. Overall, I think it was a great episode. I think it was a good addition. Like I said, for me, the gaming, there's some weird shit, but that's a me thing. I don't think it's a, a detriment to the show. I think it's my my take on it because of I've played the game so many times that piece was missing for me and I didn't like it. And I felt that, that Kathleen's character was unnecessary to me. But like Alec and Charles have both said, they haven't played the game that it, it worked because it gives you a face and somebody to hate. So any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Still riding the train, loving it. Okay. Should be interesting next week. Get to see Jackson. I'll leave it at that. I'm interested to see how that goes and beyond. I'm also wondering if they're going to change the final city, but I'll leave that one alone too. Um, Oh, yeah. Charles, one detail I really enjoyed was with the subtitles. Do you all notice how they slightly dissolve? Yeah, they had some of that that fonty. The font was from the game where there's like little pieces of the words missing. I did notice that little subtle detail only on the second and third watch but i did notice (laughs) i didn't catch it on the first one i was too busy watching the rest of it and missed that oh my that's why i watch it multiple times though so that i can catch shit like that but it's a good point and i think that's a great detail to finish up on is the, the amount of detail that these guys are putting into the show and making sure that it's done right um setting a new bar for video game adaptations that's for sure i don't think you can do it without you're, you're someone from the game, the actual game world being involved anymore. You just have to have that connection to make it make sense. And a good writer like Craig Mason, because he's he's outstanding. So, all right, Alec, tell everybody where they can find us. <laughs> uh, thank you to turn to everyone listening to this, our review of the fifth episode of The Last of Us. We appreciate you all. Uh, I appreciate the important lessons that The Last of Us teaches, like preparedness during Bill and Frank's story, or not talking to strangers, as we learned during episode four, when Ellie and Joel first enter Kansas City. Episode five teaches us about how not to procrastinate your problems, because they might crawl out of the sewer and murk your militia to absolute pieces. (laughs) It's rough being a rebel leader, and Kathleen shouldn't have procrastinated her bloater problem. Hindsight truly is 2020, like they say. You can check out all of our content of The Last of Us, including the first ever What's Our Verdict video game playthrough, where JJ is playing through in tandem with the show. We normally go live on Tuesdays for that, but due to travel constraints, we will have to pull double duty uh, following Tuesday. So we're not going live tomorrow. Tuesday after that, we should be back. Uh, An easy way to keep track of our hectic schedule, though, is to just subscribe to the channel, turn on your notifications, and let us ping you to let you know what is going (laughs) on. Uh, Special thanks to our Patreon, Twerking (laughs) She-Hulk. Well played, sir, as that is both shorter and easier to say, but might be our least favorite name of yours yet. If you enjoy the content we put out and would like to support the pod more directly and gain access to exclusive content, consider joining us on Patreon, where every dollar earned helps pay off Matson's crushing gambling debts. Well, without further ado, I will turn the time back over to the mauling mammoth, the Colossus of Clout, JJ. I love it. Gray, that was my exact reaction when I pulled out the Patreon and saw the new name. I was like, Alec, you earned that shit, my friend. <laughs> I did, I did. And I was quick to let him know. Mm-hmm. The disapproval could be felt through the words that JJ texted. Yeah, I said, Charles, change his name again, and I hate you for it, and I love him for it. <laughs> 
love it. Well, it's been fun and it's been real. And actually it it's been, been real, real fun, fun too. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, unfortunately, most likely you will not see us tomorrow. Um, I am going to test one thing when I get to Dallas, we'll see what happens, but I doubt I'm going to be able to manage it through a laptop and a remote play, but we'll see. Uh, if the, if so, then I'll hop on and play tomorrow. If not, then it'll be the week after and we'll get through the thing. Um, so yeah, with that, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Whoa. Bye. Let's go, baby. Cinematic out.